Can we talk about something here for a minute, Broncos country? The path for the Broncos getting back to the postseason starts and ends with them drafting and developing a quarterback, particularly in this year's NFL draft class. And that's something that the NFL playoffs taught us from this weekend's games. You're going to get that conversation on today's episode of Good Morning Broncos, brought to you by our friends over there at Superbook Sports. And just a reminder, folks, when you go to the Superbook Sports app and you use the promo code Mile High, you score up to $250 with their first bet bonus, whether you win or lose. Superbook will match your first bet up to $250 with promo code Mile High. So once again, download the Superbook Sports app, promo code Mile High. You'll get $250 courtesy of Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. Gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER. Broncos country, it was a wild playoff weekend on the AFC and NFC divisional side of things. And I couldn't help but think while watching the games over the course of the weekend, thinking to myself, what is the one thing that stands out? Like, how can the Broncos draw parallels from some of these teams? And then it hit me. When you look at the teams that were playing in the divisional round here, the common denominator for a good portion of them was, okay, each of these teams either drafted a quarterback in the first round or two of the quarterbacks were former first round picks, former first overall picks for other teams. And one was an anomaly extreme outlier that was drafted as Mr. Irrelevant in San Francisco. I mean, that's what I gathered from this weekend and looking at it. What are you talking about, Cody? I, the Broncos country. This is where I think our conversation has to be. We all know for the Broncos going into the off season here, the biggest priority is quarterback, right? With them set to part ways with Russell Wilson Denver can't go into 2024 with Jarrett Stidham or Ben DiNucci as their one-two punch at the QB position, especially when Sean Payton himself has come out and he has said, we want to win games and he wants to win. And he hates losing. He hates losing more than he loves winning. He's ultra competitive. He's got that fire to him. To me, it doesn't seem like he's okay with just punting away and just hoping this year, even though Denver picks at 12, there's a lot of conversation every year before the NFL draft about quarterback prospects, who's going round one. We know Caleb Williams, Drake May. These two guys are both probably going to go in the top 10 when we talk about quarterbacks. Maybe Michael Penix Jr., right? Maybe Bo Nix. Maybe Jaden Daniels, the Heisman winner out of LSU. The thing is, we don't know. Like, There's a lot that has to go on between now. You have the East-West Shrine Bowl. You have, obviously, the Senior Bowl coming up where the Broncos will get a firsthand look at Bo Nix and, obviously, Michael Penix Jr. in this game. And, look, Davis Webb, he's going to be having a little bit of an intricate part over there. Actually, not Davis Webb. If I think it's Logan Kilgore. One of their assistant coaches are going to be coaching at the Senior Bowl. They're going to get a chance to be able to see and maybe get some inside intel. And obviously going to get a chance to interview some of these guys a little bit and see what type of makeup there is. But for me, I just couldn't help but draw the parallel looking at the weekend's game. Saturday's games, you saw the Houston Texans, Baltimore Ravens game. Obviously, the Ravens are advanced to the AFC Championship, more than likely the favorite to win the Super Bowl this year. And then you had the Green Bay Packers and the San Francisco 49ers. So let's look at Saturday's games here. C.J. Stroud drafted second overall in the NFL draft last year comes into a situation in Houston where I don't think any of us, like myself, you probably sitting at home watching, I don't think any of us thought that they would be as good as they are and also would be in a position where they were going to the playoffs. They were going to advance past the wild card round. We didn't even think Houston was going to be a playoff team this year. C.J. Stroud elevated that team to the next level. And look, they have some good pieces around them. Obviously, Nico Collins wasn't talked about enough in Houston before his breakout year here with C.J. Stroud but you have the right quarterback around you who's good at what he does, is a high-level processor, can make the throws that he made and has made, despite the negative IQ test that apparently his results came back during this. That's why those tests need to go away in the NFL. My point is, 
First round pick. The expectations for Houston were not high under a first year head coach in D'Amico Ryans and a young rookie quarterback in CJ Stroud. That was not the expectation, right? But there's a guy that they drafted in the first round, and now they're poised to build around CJ for years to come. And the Houston Texans are going to be a very good team inside the AFC. You look at the Baltimore Ravens. They drafted Lamar Jackson in the first round. Granted, it was a late pick, but you know what they've done? And Lamar has developed year over year over year. He hasn't had the best pieces around him, but they've started to build around Lamar. And now they're in a conversation where they might be the best team in the NFL here in 2023. They're the odds on favor right now to go on and to win the Super Bowl, even if they take on the San Francisco 49ers. It's a different subject for a different day. There's obviously the AFC, NFC championship games are set, but those are two teams of quarterbacks that they're building around or have built around. The Green Bay Packers, it's taken them some time because Jordan Love had to sit behind Aaron Rodgers, but look what that's done for Jordan Love. Jordan Love is their guy, without a shadow of a doubt, has played some really good football here in 2023. Brock Purdy is in a great system, and obviously he's a good, good quarterback. He's a good processor despite being Mr. Irrelevant. Purdy is the only exception to this conversation, and it's not going to be common that you find a guy like Brock Purdy. I think that's the, the issue people get caught up on. It's like, it's like, oh, let's look for the next Brock Purdy. No, don't look for the next Brock Purdy. Look for the next big thing for your team. Don't com draw comparisons to, oh, we got to look for the next Drew Brees. we got to look for the next Peyton Man. got to look for the next Brock Purdy. It doesn't work that way. You look at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, they didn't draft Baker Mayfield, but Baker Mayfield's a former first overall pick. He was a big part of why they were successful this season, a big part why they made a run to the playoffs and why they were competitive against the Detroit Lions. Jared Goff wasn't drafted first overall by the Detroit Lions. Obviously, he was with the LA Rams, but you have two former first overall picks that go to these teams and they've built around what they do well. I mean, you look at Jared Goff, he's got weapons galore in the passing game with Sam Laporta. You talk about, obviously, Josh Reynolds. You talk about Amon Ross St. Brown. They have dudes all around that he can distribute the ball to. And you know what they also have? They have a damn good offensive line and a damn good run game with Jameer Gibbs and David Montgomery. They have built pieces around Jared Goff to where if they're running the ball effectively, Jared Goff's now hitting play action stuff, and he's going through, and he's carving up defenses. Don't believe me? Watch the game against the Denver Broncos. He threw five touchdowns and only, I think, four or five incompletions in that game in total. He carved them up. And then you look at, obviously, the Kansas City Chiefs. They drafted Patrick Mahomes. You look at the Buffalo Bills. They drafted Josh Allen. And I know the first thing you're thinking, well, the Broncos could have drafted Josh Allen. Yeah, they could have, but they didn't. But let's move on from that. My point is, you look at all these teams that were playing in the divisional weekend. With the exception of Brock Purdy, every team had a top-level quarterback that went round one or that they've drafted and they've built around that player. Denver has not done that. Denver's done things the opposite way as it pertains to quarterback. They have felt like over time, since Peyton Manning retired, because obviously they are coming off having a very, very good historic defense, they said, you know what? We believe we have a very good team. We have a very good foundation already with this team. We just need any quarterback to come in, whether you're a veteran guy. They thought it was going to be Paxton Lynch. That didn't work out. Then they went the veteran route and they thought, you know what? We have a good enough team that we can have a veteran quarterback with experience and we're going to be good again. That hasn't worked out. Denver has tried that. Instead, going forward, and now that Denver's going to be in a position where they are going to have draft capital, they don't have a second rounder this year, but they'll have first, second round, third round, whatever. They're going to have a, a wide variety of draft picks going into the next year. They have six so far this year. That's a pretty good position to be in. They could acquire more. I anticipate Denver's going to probably have in this year's NFL draft, they're going to find a way to accumulate maybe a total of eight picks overall. So gaining two more picks in whatever way they can, or even gaining more picks next year, depending on what situation they're in. Second wave of free agency, being active there. Denver's going to be in a position where they can build 
If they go with a quarterback at number 12, they can build a foundation around this player versus building the foundation without the quarterback. Right? I think the quarterback is the foundation for all of these teams that are good, that are competing, that are championship contenders. They have a really good quarterback. And despite the fact that those quarterbacks have players around them and they either leave or they have new faces coming in and out of the building, it speaks to a larger volume that for the most part, the constant is these quarterbacks, right? They elevate everybody else around them. Denver hasn't had that type of guy, and they thought Russell was going to be that guy. Unfortunately, it wasn't the case when they made the trade for him. The two years we've seen, it just hasn't panned out for Denver. So for me, draft a young guy this year, and I think the, the most prolific name for them to look at right now, it would be a Bo Nix. I think Bo Nix would be a great fit for what Sean Payton wants to do. That's my own personal preference. I know Broncos country has their own here, but I want to highlight here the importance of you grab one of these young guys and now going forward, you could even start it in this year's draft. Look, you get one guy in the ra- round one. You Let's say you get Bo, Bo Nix or Michael Penix. So let's say it's one of those two guys. You don't have a round two pick. Maybe you can acquire them. Maybe you do a trade. Maybe trade away a player. Um, and I know Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy's name are going to be thrown out again once the trade, you know, the uh, NFL draft comes around. You see draft day trades happen all the time. Maybe that gets Denver a second round pick, right? Maybe it gets him an additional third round pick. But you can also start building around this player. And you already have added guys in last year's NFL draft where, okay, maybe you have some of these young pieces that you can build around your young rookie quarterback. And you can do that in this year's draft, and you could do that in the next couple of draft cycles that Denver's going to have here under Sean Payton and George Payton. That, to me, I think is the best formula, and it's something that the Broncos haven't done. And the conversation that we hear and see it on social media, well, Sean Payton has never drafted a quarterback in the first round in his tenure as a head coach. Well, he had Drew Brees for a good portion of his entire coaching career as a head coach in New Orleans before Brees stepped away, and then they had to figure out a solution. They went with the stopgap options. And Jameis Winston, who Jameis Winston was off to a historic start with Sean Payton before he tore his ACL. And that was through, I think, five games there. Like Jameis Winston was on pace for over 50 touchdowns that season if he would have stayed healthy. That's where he was projecting out to be. And then Sean Payton stepped away. And then Sean Payton came back to coach in Denver. And, you know, so he's never had a chance to do that. And he's never drafted a young guy to really develop. Like he obviously got Ian Book, but the reality of the situation is he didn't stay around to see any of that development go. And it wasn't going to. But for me, you take a young guy and you you piece him together, you build around what he can do. And I think that Sean Payton can get a lot out of a rookie guy. And I think that Bo Nix is a high-level processor, very smart, very experienced from the college game. To me, That's what the Broncos have to do this year. That's going to be the formula. If they want to get back to the postseason, you draft a young guy and you build this team around him going forward because that's what's going to get you back in the conversation. Everybody else in the AFC is getting better than the Denver Broncos. Denver is staying put. They've stayed put for quite some time. They've got to make some moves, and they have some good talent. They have good players. They have good personnel. You can make an argument that Denver in some areas have a better roster than some areas on the Houston Texans, but Houston had a quarterback that they believe in that they're building around, and they're designing everything around what he can do, and it's maximizing what other guys can do like the Nico Collins of the world or the Tank Dells of the world, the Dalton Schultz getting looks at the tight end position. They have guys there in Houston that maybe wouldn't start. Like I think Nico Collins and Tank Dell would start in Denver. I think that would be the case. But you talk about guys like Noah Brown, Dalton Schultz. Like would those guys be starters? I'm not sure. Maybe, maybe not here. But overall, Denver's going to have to be in a position where they at least have to try. And we can't just go with the whole status quo of, well, they've never done this. We've never done it this way before. So why should we do it now? That mentality keeps teams stuck into prior thinking and prohibits them from moving forward. We've already seen the Broncos do the definition of insanity over and over and over again. It's got to change. If they want to get back to the postseason, 
They've got to get a young guy in this year's NFL draft, and they have to build around him. That is how Denver will get back to the postseason.